Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages, the price of an intimate marriage. So we talk a lot here about, you know, how do you create intimacy, sexual, mental, and emotional intimacy? Um, it sounds great, and it is great to have a marriage like that, but there's a price to be paid for it, just like there's a price to be paid for getting physically fit or getting financially fit. Like There's a price, so we're going to talk about what that is today. And whether you're willing to pay it or not. So my name is Mike Frazier, MD. I'm a psychiatrist and marriage coach, and I help high achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So some wins from guys in our, in our program this week, strong men, strong marriages. So guys, they're having increased sharing and connection with each other. They're developing that mental and emotional intimacy, enjoying those times together, you know, attending each other's functions, doing great things. Guys are getting through conflicts better. Look, and we're going to talk about this today, but an intimate marriage actually will probably have more conflict than a roommate type marriage, but guys are able to get through them. They're able to create more intimacy on the other side of that. Okay. That's what they're doing. Guys are breaking these old habits. They're breaking the mosquito cycle. They're breaking superior thinking. They're getting to that equal footing in their marriage, creating wins that work for both of them. Okay. Okay. So fun to see you guys are having more physical intimacy, hugs, kisses, sex, flirting, fun, right? It's coming back because they've built that trust and communication to help build it. Guys are feeling more of that self-esteem and self-confidence. A lot of guys come in, they're feeling in a down spot. Work with a lot of guys who their wife has been unfaithful and that's hard, right? It takes a, it can take a hit on your self-confidence. So guys that are coming in, they're rebuilding that. A lot of the mosquito cycle is built on low self-confidence. So when we address that, Guys get stronger. They start signing up for themselves and it's awesome to see guys. They're, they're finding that connection with God. Again, a lot of guys that come in, they say, man, you know, I, I want to connect more with God. I, I've had that before. I've kind of felt it slip. So guys, they're building that connection again. Super cool to see. Um, for me, you know, I've been focusing a lot on instead of me getting mad at the kids for a consequence for them when they don't listen or whatever, just having a consequence without anger, just saying, Hey, yeah, if you do that, here's the consequence. I've been doing a lot better at that. It's something I've been doing mental rehearsals around trying to get better at, and it's paying off and it's been really fun. So what are you, right now, right? You want more intimacy in your marriage. Okay. You want to have fun again. A lot of guys tell me that it just doesn't seem fun anymore in our marriage. You want to have love and respect for each other. Totally fair. You want less fighting in the marriage or at least fights that don't go anywhere. You know, it just seems like your wife just complains about you all the time, that sort of thing. You, you want it to feel like it did in the beginning again. A lot of guys will say that, man, I just wish it was like it was right at the beginning of our marriage when we first met, things like that. So what I want you to think about is these things, they're, they're good desires. There's nothing wrong with this, you know, to, to have fun, to have flirting, to have passion, to have connection. Um, to have some peace right in the home. So it's kind of like, you know, wanting to be in better shape or having lots of money, right? It's, it's fine. These are fine goals are good goals to have. One of the things you have to look at is, especially if you're like, man, I just wish things were like they were right when we first met. There's an in love experience that happens at the beginning of a relationship 
that's kind of like being on drugs. Like it's kind of like being high. You've got a ton of dopamine running around. You got a ton of oxytocin. Uh, your brain's in a different space. Okay. So it feels great. feels amazing. You know, it's really easy to overlook issues in the other person. Um, cause you just feel that love and connection and it's fun, right? It's a great experience. Um, unfortunately that feeling does not last forever. And so what you want to be careful of is if you're thinking to yourself, man, like, I just want it to be like when we first met and we were first day and there was so much passion and all that. Um, it's probably not a great goal. <laughs> okay. It's, it's a different quality, right? It's almost like, you know, eating a treat. Yeah. It tastes good, you know, versus like eating healthy food over a long time, which produces a better long-term result, right? Now, it's not that you're not going to have moments where that you have that amazing connection, right? But it's like, instead of like a, you know, a butterscotch candy, like hard candy, <laughs> like the in love experience might be something like that. You know, this is like a, uh, my favorite treat is a, a bear from the Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory. So it's like that, right? It's just a higher quality treat when you have that because it's backed by all this other intimacy you guys have built. So it's just, it's, it's like a quantum move, right? Quantum move to better intimacy. So what I'm saying is if you're like, man, I just want it to be like that. Remember that's sort of like a, a drugged experience and it's difficult to recreate uh, except with another person because you can create that same experience with another person. Um, but again, it's just a beginning phase thing. It doesn't last. So guys will look for that and then be unfaithful. That's what happens. And then they come to find out, oh, I didn't actually learn the skills I needed to have a good marriage. And now, you know, that feeling has gone and I don't know what to do. And now I'm on to my second or third or fourth relationship, right? So, you know, it's kind of like wishing to be in good shape without, you know, doing a workout and dieting. Yeah, that's would be great. It's just not how it works. So you probably want to rethink it. If you're like, man, I just want to be back like to that in love experience, probably not going to happen. But again, like the intimacy that comes on the other side of, you know, the, those special moments that come on the other side of intimacy, when you've paid the price for intimacy are even better. They really are. So like right now you might realize, okay, Mike, yeah, I get it. Like a marriage takes work. I understand it. But you may be under the false impression that work means happy wife, happy life. And we talked about this last week, but we want to talk about it again. So that means like doing everything your wife wants and sacrificing what you want. Uh, in a Christian upbringing, a lot of times we think that, oh, I just have to put aside everything I want. That's what creates a good relationship. If I just do everything my wife wants, that's being a good Christian person. But if you're trying that, you already know it doesn't work. <laughs> So like with stuff like money, sex, in-laws, parenting, religion, housework, time, it just does not, you know, so yeah, you're, you're given, given up in money, you're spending too much, you're never having sex, you're, you know, you're sleeping, not in the bed, right? You're doing these kind of things that are a loss for you in the name of, oh, I'm just sacrificing for my wife. I'm doing what she wants. I'm trying to make her happy. Um, so again, if your formula is happy wife, happy life, and you're starting to think, okay, she should return that favor, right? With mental, emotional, and physical intimacy. 
you know? So again, like the price of intimacy and the price of an intimate marriage, it is not happy wife, happy life. It is not sacrificing everything you want. It does not work. Okay. That's the mosquito cycle. You know, I do everything right. And then she should return the favor. I should earn it by doing these good things, which again, that's sucking it dry. That's trying to bleed her for, you know, your self-worth. That's kind of treating her like a prostitute. Like you've earned sex by doing all these things for her. Okay. Like I've done enough. Now you owe it to me. So all of that's very unattractive and just doesn't work. Okay. And so it's frustrating though, because you're, you're doing work, right? You're, you're putting in the work, but it's just the wrong work. Okay. It's like, you're trying to get in shape by walking and you're walking, 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 but then you're eating a bunch of food. You know, you're eating three pizzas every day, but you're like, man, I'm walking so much. I don't get it. I'm not losing weight. So you're doing the work. You're just doing the wrong work. So here's what you need to understand. What is intimacy really? Intimacy, it's knowing and being known. That's a great definition. It comes from David Schnarch. I love it. Okay, knowing and being known. So what's the price? The price of an intimate marriage, it's courage. It's the courage to make yourself known. Okay. So it's scary. It's scary to make yourself known, especially in ways that might upset your wife. It is, right? Because she might reject it. She might not respond well. She might be upset. When you say, hey, I want to sleep back in the bed. When you say, hey, I want to spend money a different way. When you say, hey, I want to practice my religion this different way. She might not like it. She probably won't like it. But that is the price of an intimate marriage. Okay, That is the diet and exercise that creates a healthy lifestyle, You know, a body that's in shape. You want an intimate marriage. This is the price, guys. It's courage. It's the courage to make yourself known, especially in ways that might upset her. Okay? It's scary to say no to your wife when she's asking you too much. It's scary to say, no, I don't want to do that because right? you're worried. What's her reaction going to be all of that? But again, like you, this is the price right? of you being known. It's you being known when you say, I can't do that. I'm, I'm not perfect. I can't do everything that you want all the time. It's not going to work. Okay. It's also scary to ask your wife what you really want. That's scary for a lot of reasons. You expose what you really want, which is scary in itself. Okay, we, we like to keep our desires hidden a lot of times. And you expose yourself to it being rejected, her saying no, her laughing at it, those kind of things. So a lot of times we play it safe and don't ask for what we want. And we say yes all the time instead of no. Again, like it's protection. But the price of an intimate marriage is intimacy, okay. is courage. The price of an intimate marriage is courage. Okay, that's what creates intimacy. So, yeah, you're afraid she might not like the things you're saying, and she might not. So you can either give in to that fear and never express yourself, never ask for what you want, never make yourself known, right? Keep things superficial, never have the conversations that need to be had. That's one option. And that is like eating junk food all the time. Okay. You will not create a healthy body doing it, but you can, and a lot of guys do it right. And they don't have an intimate marriage or you can have self-validated intimacy Again, a term from David Church. This is the idea like, Hey, my wife doesn't have to agree 
with my point of view, but I'm going to share it anyway, because I value it. What I think is just as important as what she thinks. I'm going to say no to my wife sometimes. I can't do everything she wants. That's not realistic. I'm going to ask for what I want, even if she might say no. Why? Because it's important for me to make known what I want. Okay, it's strong, right? It's scary, but it's strong. It's courage. So courage, it's not that you don't have any fear. Courage is you feel afraid and you do it anyway. So it requires self-worth. It requires self-esteem. It requires you really believing what I think and want and feel is just as important as what she thinks and wants and feels and I'm going to share it because it's important for me to share it. I want to be known in this marriage, even if she doesn't like it. And again, this is that strength that leads to respect. Maybe it's not liked at first, but it's respected and attractive. So you show who you really are. That is the price. That's the price of an intimate marriage. So why does this work? Why does this create an intimate marriage? So when you're solid in who you are, or at least solid enough to start sharing, because look, you're not going to feel perfectly comfortable doing this, you know, to say to your wife, Hey, I want to sleep in the same room again. Hey, I want to spend our money differently. Hey, you know, I want to practice our religion differently. You're going to feel uncomfortable doing that. But if you're solid enough to do it and you just do it, okay. Your confidence then increases. You've done it once. Now it's not as scary the next time. Okay, when you don't die, right? When she doesn't divorce you and you stand up for yourself and actually you see, oh, a couple days later, things are actually a lot better. Your confidence increases and you get less scared. Okay? You gain respect for yourself. This is huge. You start being that strong man, right? You start standing up for what you want. You start expressing what you want. And you balance that with understanding her and then expressing her and getting to that win-win, expecting both of you guys. So you become known. That's what you have control over, you being known. So you do it. And this is, guys, that's the price of intimacy. You being willing to be known, right? Even if it's upsetting to her, even if it's frustrating to her. Now, when this happens, it also invites your wife to share who, who she is, okay? And so... This is different than just quote unquote validating feelings because you might say to your wife, Hey, you know, I want to spend money this way. And then, you know, some marriage therapists would say, okay, like you have to say that that's a good idea, even if you don't. Right. So you're like, Oh, I want to save money for a new car. And your wife's like, I don't want to do that. Um, and so you avoid saying that, right. You avoid bringing that up, um, because she quote unquote doesn't validate you, but Instead, it's you just telling her what you want, whether she quote unquote validates it or not. Um, now, on the other side, right, you being willing to make it easier for her to express herself. You know, let's say she wants to save for a new kitchen and you don't want to do that. When she says that, you can still try to understand her. Okay, yeah, I could see how that could be a good idea. And she's like, okay, so we're doing it. You're like, actually, no, I don't agree with that, but I understand where you're coming from. Let me express where I'm coming from. Okay, this is the difference. This is the difference between a yes man who gets resentful and frustrated and a strong man who can understand his wife and express himself and get to win wins. Okay. So again, like the price of intimacy, guys, it's not validating feelings. It's not waiting for your wife to be kind enough to validate your feelings. It's sharing your thoughts and feelings when they are not going to be validated. When you're almost sure your wife is not going to like it. That's the price of intimacy. <laughs> 
So what it leads to though is true respect and love, respect for yourself, love for yourself, strength for yourself. And then your wife knows who you are and she can choose you too from a place of actually knowing who you are. Okay, this is like using diet and exercise to get in shape. When you will express who you are, step into that courage. Okay? That's the price of an intimate marriage. It's you, it's courage. It's you being willing to say those things and be known even if she might not like it, right? So that's it, guys. That's the price of an intimate marriage. It's courage. It's the discomfort of making yourself known, even and especially when your wife might not like it, okay? With money, sex, in-laws, parenting, religion, housework, time. With all of that, you know, you being willing to make yourself known, um, even if your wife might not like it, that's the price, okay? It's like the price of working out and diet. Hard work does pay off, but it needs to be the right hard work. So being intimate, right? Sharing who you really are, having that courage and bravery. So to do that, you need self-esteem and self-worth. You need to realize, hey, what I want is just as important as what my wife wants. You need management of your own emotions, being able to feel that fear, do the thing anyway, transform fear into courage. You need communication skills. You need to be able to express yourself in a way that's effective and that's going to, you know, make it easier for her to understand where you're coming from. Okay. You also need to be able to listen to her really well, get to win-win agreements. Okay. Once you start doing that, you're just building real respect, real connection with each other. You actually know who the other person is. You know each other at that deep level. That's intimacy. You might not like it at first, but you respect it in each other and you work towards something that works for both of you. That's it, guys. That's the price of the intimate marriage. So then you add to that fun, flirting, passion, and you have that physical connection that makes marriage special. So guys, come learn all of this in Strong Men, Strong Marriages. Create the sexual, mental, and emotional embassy that you want. Okay, it takes courage. It takes communication skills. It takes self-worth. It takes skills to bring that fun and flirting in. We're going to learn all of that together, teach you how to do it, coach you through it in Strong Men, Strong Marriages. So visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com and apply today. There's also a link in the show notes. And if you missed the chance to join last April, okay, the next chance to join is at the end of July. So, you know, again, like if, if you are still new to the podcast or whatever, I give you like, if you fill out an application, I give you a little chance to, uh, to join, right? Because like, if you never heard about it, sometimes you need help right away. But if you've just been putting it off <laughs> and you've been thinking about it for a long time, that's not a good reason. So your next chance to join is July, end of July. So make sure on the email list, you can get on the email list at Strong Men, Strong Marriages too. Uh, so visit us, strongmenstrongmarriages.com. Visit link in the show notes, apply to join. We will see you inside. All right, stay strong men and we will see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.